Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's the family podcast for adults. People with strange growths. Are you talking about that? Yeah. Okay. On the show, did you not look at the stuff? I did, but that's not listed on here, but that's okay. Well, it's all part of the all same right. thing. Whatever. I, don't, I don't know why you gotta fucking make it hard for me. <laughs> you gotta be specific. This episode number 678, Growths. I'm so grossed out by my family. Hey. I'm really starting to feel like, um, you know how all the zombie games, there's like the heroes walking around and then the zombies become more and more mutated and they start just dripping pus and then some of them like vomit pus and some of them like burst. And just shower the hero in disgusting pustulence. Okay. I'll take your word for it. It's a lot like that in this house now. I'm always afraid that one or more of you is just going to explode into some kind of vile eruption. I mean, I love you guys, but fuck. If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're fantastic. I really do feel like sometimes I'm being punked. (laughs) <laughs> on what uh, on my life i thought you meant amazon <laughs> no 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 no, no. Um, on my life because it's like we'll talk about it in a minute but nobody ever has a problem somebody has a problem and then it cascades and all of a sudden there's like fucking pinball balls numbers of problems flying around the house that's all i can do to fucking take care of everything it's driving me crazy i'm sorry let's put some of you down so thing two was get we talked about a couple episodes. Thing two was getting her garden all ready to roll. Mm-hmm. She's just getting everything set up. She had a bunch of little fucking starter plants and little pods, right? Well, she planted seeds in the little pods. Yeah, they're not starter plants yet because okay. they're not Whatever. there yet. But you know, for the purpose of the story, it was going to mm-hmm. be fine before you corrected me. Cut it out. They're sprouts. So she's got all these little fucking weeds sticking up out of the stuff, and everything's going well, right? Mm-hmm. But and I don't I don't know why this happens. So maybe you can help enlighten me. Okay. When the wind starts to blow, mm-hmm. right, the dog loses her shit. Mm-hmm. She becomes very strange. You know what I mean? She's very aggressive when the wind is blowing. And it's like when the wind blows hard for a couple of days, she starts to become cantankerous and she can't be trusted. That's really what it boils down yeah. to. Like, you got to really keep her because she'll forget she knows not to jump on the couch. She knows not to tear shit up. She knows not to bite stuff, right? But when the wind blows, she kind of starts to forget stuff like that. You might catch her squatting on the carpet, and then she looks at you and goes, whoa, sorry, I, I totally forgot I was still in the house. Can I go outside? Well, she doesn't like to go outside when it's windy or rainy and, and that or may cold. be Right, that may be part of it. Mm-hmm. So we send her out, or Thing 2 sends her out, and... She's got all her plants on a table outside. Yes. And the dog never fucks with anything on the table. To the dog, anything on that table might as well be on a different planet. You know what I mean? It's above her head and she just doesn't even fucking care. She goes around her business. She's looking for squirrels to kill and eat. Whatever. Chasing butterflies. But this day, for whatever reason, she got up on that table and fucked up (laughs) Thing Two's garden. I mean, fucked that shit up. (laughs) And... I don't even know how she did what she did, but... And that's the thing I was saying. She When she gets mean, it's kind of scary. 
because she becomes destructive and she just keeps plowing through shit until it's ruined. Yeah, so thing two goes out there once she saw some of the carnage. She didn't realize how yeah. bad it was until she got out there. And I mean, it was pretty much it was decimated. Yeah, because she, there was just shreds right. and dirt and I don't know what happened to the plants. <laughs> she ate them. She just It's not like she knocked some stuff over. She gets on the table and shreds the little plant containers. Mm-hmm. Completely shreds it. And then scatters everything. Yes, it was a giant mess. It was like she was doing a little jig and kicking it all over the place. So thing two is immediately unhappy, which is understandable. Yes. She goes out there trying to clean the stuff up, and she's actually to the point of tears. She's so frustrated. She's put a lot of time into it. And meanwhile, the dog goes to this container that thing two had planted strawberries in. And she jumps in, does a little jiggy dance, kicks everything out, and then lays down in it. It's just like, oh, I missed something over here. Let me go F this up, too. Just trying to be thorough. And I want to be clear. Our dog is not particularly mean and not really big on fucking shit up. It's not really in her genes. But for whatever reason, man, she just saw thing two's work and said, I'm going to ruin this shit. I don't know. It's something about people being out there. And when we're working on the yard, she goes nuts. Like, if I'm trying to pull up weeds or whatever, she gets right next to me. But she's helping you. She's helping you. Yes. But sometimes when I'm planting things, she thinks I'm pulling them and I'm not. I blame you then for training her. It's a pain in the butt. I blame you for teaching her. I did not train her to pull the weeds. For training her to rip shit out of the ground. No. She does it all by herself. I'll tell thing to you now. She'll understand. So annoying. Don't blame the dog. Blame your mom. Poor thing, too. So now she's got to start all over again. Right. Now, now we've got to try to figure out a way to dog-proof her little garden. Yeah, and during that same day, I noticed that she's carting her arm around. She's got, like, like a little injured wing pressed up against her stomach. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she that's just the way she walks around. I don't know what, what the deal is with that, but you know she does that. She walks around with her arm, like, across her stomach. And just walks around like that. So I didn't think too much about it. But then she started complaining that her arm was hurting. And I looked at it, and that fucking bump is back. Yeah, it's in a different spot. That fucking mystery bump. The last time they they swore up and down, it was some kind of fucking staph infection abscess growing in her. So apparently, and then she had the reaction to the fucking medicine, which you didn't know if you listened to the show, so I shouldn't have to tell you this, but I'm going to. So I'm very concerned, and she's kind of listless and not feeling very good. And then. She holds up her hand, and her knuckles are all black. Did you notice? Did she show you yeah, that? She did show me. Only after you noticed it. But it wasn't because she was digging in the dirt or anything. It didn't wash off. It was just the color of her hands. Yes. So she decides that she's malnourished. She looks it up on the internet, and she goes, well, fuck this shit. I'm malnourished. Now, I've been telling her ever since she started this vegetarian bullshit that I don't have a problem with her being vegetarian. But she has to balance her fucking diet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she eats plenty. It's not like she's malnourished that way. But she's not eating enough proteins. Yeah. Well, I kept trying to push her to take nuts, at least. Yes. We have tons of different kinds eat of nuts. Eat some goddamn almonds. Eat some fucking yeah. peanuts. Eat some peanut butter, which you love. But she didn't do any of it. And so then she was like, well, I'm not getting enough protein. Fuck it. I'm not a vegetarian anymore. I know. <laughs> the first thing she said was that she wanted a whole pan of bacon. Yeah. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this bullshit. I'm off the wagon. Yeah. Now, I actually 
you would think that I would be all ecstatic about this, right? Not but ecstatic, I, I'm but not, I'm really not. A little uh, makes it a little bit easier. I'm a little disappointed. Aww. I, and I feel a little sad, and I offered to help her. I was like, look, you can do this. Because I don't want her to feel like she failed at it. Because she, she really didn't. She wasn't having any problems with wanting stuff or whatever. She was That's con- true. She had uh, right. iron will. Right. But she just wasn't balancing it right. And I said, look, you can do this. You just have to make sure you get a little bit of protein every day. Eat a fucking tablespoon well, of peanut butter. Well, you know, she's pretty guarded about her health. And she doesn't want to yeah, jeopardize because, that. And she's guarded about it because she doesn't. She hates doctors. Yeah. <laughs> So she doesn't ever want to get sick because she knows she got to go to the doctor. And then she's 100% sure that some doctor is going to put a finger in. Now, I if I didn't know better, and I do know better, because she's never been alone with a doctor, I would think a doctor had done something to her in the past. I know. But she's never, ever in her she reads life. too much. I don't know. I don't know. So now she's got this fucking thing growing on her arm again, and the thing disturbs me. Well, I, I honestly think it's just because, you know, we had the problem with the antibiotic last time. We're not able right. to complete the course, even though we were very close. But right. unfortunately, because she did have a reaction to it, her body was dealing with that instead. Yeah, she was going to, I mean, it's like, not like you can keep pumping the fucking allergen in her and see what happens. Right. So the I thing, think, you know, if we get her on something that she's not allergic to, it will succeed this time. I'm I'm just concerned that she has enough nastiness growing in her body to form a fucking acorn-sized lump on the side of her arm. Because God only knows what's in the rest of her. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just see. I when mean, you go, right now, it's like... I don't know, the size of a half dollar, maybe? It's it's too big. It's big enough I can see it on her arm across the room, and it's freaking me out. Yeah. So I decided that she has to go to the doctor, and you're like, well, you can try it, but getting an appointment's a super fucking fantastic bitch, right? And I wasn't sure what day the doctor was on. Right. I didn't think she would be in. I pick up the phone. Five minutes later, you got an appointment for the next morning. Mm-hmm. Done. That's what I said. I'm <laughs> whatever. Stupid sexist doctor's <laughs> office. I'm over it. That you, from now on, you're calling to make the appointment. You can be as mean and nasty as you I'm want. I don't mean. care. All I said was, I need to do this. It needs to happen. And she said, okay, here's the times we it's got. Ridiculous. And I had my choice of three different times. I know. It wasn't like I had to get crammed in. I was like, oh, I'll take this one. Thanks. So dumb. Whatever. So that's fine. I'm taking her tomorrow. It's, which... I, I do think it's very weird because I've seen you struggle with these people to get anything done. And I just don't have the same experience. So frustrating. I don't know why. I know. It's like we're living in two different worlds. And I'm not even mean. It's not like I call and I'm immediately throwing fucking barbs at people. You know what I'm saying? I just called up and said, hey, this is what's going on. I need to get her in. It needs to happen tomorrow. Okie doke. Good deal, sir. Anything else I can do for you? I'm going to start documenting all of it. Well, half and half. (laughs) Start documenting. I am. The problem that I have is I hate making phone calls. Always have. It's a man I, I thing. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I think I hate it because I feel like people are lying to me. Because you can't see their face. Because I think you can't they're. Read them. I, I think that they're doing what you do whenever you're not happy with me. Which is every time I talk, your eyes roll around in your skull. Ever. Who cares? Mm. You can't see them, so they can roll their eyes all they because want. Because then I think they lie. Then I think they start telling me lies. You're like a little paranoid. It's not. I'm not paranoid. They people do. 
Well, let me look. This is what I think happens. You call, and they don't feel like dealing with she you. She says, today. "Let me look," and she's filing her fingernails. Yeah, and she's not doing anything. She's picking her nose. She's like, "Oh, look at that! Fucking look at that shit up." Changing her tampon, taking a shit, whatever. It's weird. I don't know. Uh-huh. So we'll keep everybody posted on thing too. I'm sure she's gonna be fine, but with all the drugs they're putting in there, she's gonna turn into the fucking Hulk. I know, poor baby. What his client did was obsessive, morbid, abhorrent, sick, and creepy, defense attorney Terry Watkins told a judge Thursday in Faribault, Minnesota. But urging two people to kill themselves was free speech. Not a crime, he argued. Former nurse William Melkert Dinkle, 48, of Faribault, has been charged with two felony counts of encouraging, advising, or assisting another in committing suicide. After oral arguments Thursday morning, Rice County District Judge Thomas Newville took the matter under advisement. He will issue a verdict within 20 days. Watkins readily admitted at the hearing that Mike Dinkle engaged in online chats encouraging an 18-year-old Canadian woman and a 32-year-old man from England to kill themselves. Now, I'm not trying to be mean. Right? And I know it's hard for me to not be mean, but I'm I'm really trying to be nice. I don't I, I don't see that this is a crime. It's not nice. It's like the attorney says, it's not nice. I'm not trying to say that it's nice, but I don't I don't think it's a crime. The number of times that I tell people to kill themselves while I'm driving in traffic, if they actually did, I'd be in jail forever. Oh come on. I'd be in jail forever. They don't hear you. I think sometimes they do. No, they don't. Sometimes they do. And you're not actively, continuously, obsessively <laughs> trying to get them to do, you do that. It yet? How about now? You do it yet? No. And, and, you know, calling them a pussy or whatever That's language not what he did. you use. He was telling them how awesome suicide was. This is going to be fucking great. People are going to talk about you forever. This will be awesome. That's what he was telling them. It's just disgusting. I do think I it's gross. But thinking that people are like that. I do too. But again, this is one of those free speech issues. You I, know what's I even don't... more disturbing is he's is a former nurse. Yeah. So what happened in the time? You know, what did he get broken somewhere in between, or well, was he broken all along? I, I think, and I, well, I'm, I'm not. I don't think being a nurse made him crazy. I think he was crazy all along. And I think some people... Well, that's terrifying. I don't want to... No wonder Thing 2 doesn't want to go see a damn doctor. <laughs> well, I want to be clear. I think that... I think of all the people in all the professions, nurses are probably by far the nicest. Given the amount of shit they have to put up with. I kind of agree. Anybody... Now, that's not to say that all of them are nice. Because that's the ones true. that are mean are horrifically mean. <laughs> that's true. But again... I don't know that the typing online and telling somebody you should just do it. If you're not happy, go ahead and pop yourself. I don't a because both these people were in a different goddamn country. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know that you can. I don't know. I think you might change your tune if someone did it to one of the girls. I would be very sad, and I would want something terrible to happen to that person. But I don't know that putting people in jail for things they say is the right way to go in this country. I really don't. It's, it's, I totally agree that it's horrible and it's nasty and nobody should ever do this. I totally agree. But if you put people in jail for every horrible thing they did, the jails would be overflowing. People are just not nice. And they're, they're less nice now than they've ever been. Especially on the internet. People will say and do things 
that they wouldn't normally do. Right. Well, they had that case not too long ago where a whole chat room of people convinced this kid to pop himself mm-hmm. on the live video chat, and they did. So disgusting. It it is gross. Like I said, I'm not I'm not saying it's gross, but in a lot of the stuff, not in this guy's case, but I think sometimes when this stuff happens, people don't really expect it to end that way. You know what right. I'm saying? They think it's a big game. They think it's funny, right. entertaining. Right. And then, uh oh. Well, it was all fun and games. Terrible. Now I got a dead guy. Shit. But see, you know, stories like that, that makes me leery of other people. Well, you shouldn't be. Other people suck. That's not a surprise. But, you know, do you really think we can put this guy in jail for what he did? I don't know. I like to believe that eventually something's going to come down the pipeline for him. Something super special. I would like to believe that, too. But. I know. Nine times out of ten, the universe, nothing ever happens to them. It's the good guy that yes. gets. This is why I think religion is slowly being squeezed out of modern America. It's because everybody gets told, right? You you do the right thing, and people who do the wrong thing, eventually, they get the giant karmic butt-fucking. Right? The, the serious anus-exploding, bowel-impaling butt-fucking that they've earned throughout their shitty little life. But uh, the past 20 years have taught us that that's not what happens. The people who are the most giant of all giant assholes walk away scot-free. Rich, fat, and happy while they're shitting on your head. That's just what they do. And so I think there's this desire now in society to punish people for doing things that aren't nice. Right? And you can't get the people who are really making you mad. So when somebody like this douchebag shows up, People want to just fucking dogpile on them. And I think it's dangerous. You don't want to be on the other end of that, right? You don't want to be the one well, on the bottom. That's true, but I wouldn't be in a chat room egging people on either. No, I understand that. But, but okay, the other day Bill Gates said people who oppose vaccinations kill children. That's what he said, mm-hmm. right? Now, if somebody acted on that, should we hold Bill Gates responsible? So I was just protecting their babies? By popping a couple protesters. You see what I'm saying? You have to be careful about going after people who say things. Because that's not how this country works. When you start doing that kind of shit, it's it's not the United States anymore. It's some other completely fucked up thing. I know, but you know, there's like cyberbullying. That's all talk. Right. People are being prosecuted for that. I, and I don't I don't know that I think that's right. I don't think saying mean things to people should be grounds for a fucking criminal offense. And I think a lot of it's because, like we talked about before, in the olden days, 20 years ago, if your neighbor was being a dick and saying a bunch of dickish things to you, mm-hmm. you, you might go over to his house and say, hey, stop being a cock. And if he got it too up in your face, you might punch him in the snout. Right? And he'd be like, fuck, man. And you'd be like, you're being a dick. And then everybody would go home. Or or kids would get, kids would be like, I don't like you. I don't like you either. Well, let's fucking roll in the parking lot. And there'd be some punches thrown. Somebody would win. Somebody would lose. Social order would be restored and everybody would be fine. But when you're not allowed to get, to actually stop somebody from being a dick. And you just have to put up with the fact that they're a dick. It gets to you. Okay, but, you know, in some cases, people sue for defamation of character, which is most often 
just bad things people say about other people. Yes, but it's something that has material damaging effect on your life. Okay, I would think that once you're dead, you can no longer right. pursue an active career okay. of any type. I, and I understand. That's a monetary measure. Right, and I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, in the past, the remedy for this bullying shit was you got some of your buds together, and you rolled over, and you popped somebody in the nugget. I'm just saying it's a fine line, and I think there are precedents for it. So I'm just saying. I Whatever. Think, I think when we start we start putting people in jail for being mean, we're going to turn into the pussies that the whole world thinks we are already. And I don't want to be that kind of country. I want I want to go back to the days. Where I don't men... think that means you're being lax. I, in fact, I think it's the exact opposite. So it's like I'm not going to stand for this anymore. You will be punished. Uh, don't say mean things to Johnny. You hurt his tender little pussy heart. Cut it out. That's all I'm saying. It's not the same. It, but it's here, not the okay. same. But here's the thing. It's only not the same because we don't let kids solve these problems for themselves. Kids are told you never fight back. You never fight back. You just take it, take it, take it till it gets to you. That's why we have the problem. We used to be a country of people that didn't take this kind of shit. So I was being a douche. Eventually they would get rectified. Even when I was a kid and there were, there were rampant bullying. If a bully got too far over the line, a bunch of the bullied people would get together and fuck up his day. That's what I'm saying. This guy's being a douche. He's being called on it. Same thing. But you're, you, you're not solving the problem. You're sending him to jail. And you're, what you're saying is people can't take care of their own problems. The government's got to babysit everybody, wipe everybody's ass. You know what people I'm saying? People clearly can't take care of their own problems. Okay. There's no nice way to say it. If you have people that are so weak that they that somebody can talk them into killing themselves, then I, I they can't be saved. And you can't make the rest of the world on a nerf to protect them. You can't. This guy, what he did was he sought out people that had serious problems and he helped give them that one last little push. But even without this guy, you know that a few weeks down the road, a few months down the road, they were going to take a shot at it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, it troubles me. It troubles me. Because I like to think people can, you know, be grown up a little bit. Like this next guy. This next story is an example of how you deal with your problems. Well, not. This is exactly <laughs> my point. A pizzeria owner with mice problems he blamed on competitors tried to sabotage two rival shops by dumping mice in them Monday, authorities in suburban Philadelphia said. Upper Darby police said a man walked into Verona Pizza on Monday afternoon and asked to use the bathroom. After he left, the owner said he found footprints on the toilet and noticed that the drop ceiling had been disturbed, and he found a bag tucked up above. The owner turned the bag over to two police officers who happened to be eating lunch there, and they found three white mice inside, Police Superintendent Michael Chitwood said. See, this guy had a problem. He was losing. And he dealt business. with it in an extremely <laughs> juvenile way. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go over and take care of this. Now, the thing that I, there's, there's, let me give you some tips. Modern day saboteurs. A, clean up your mess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, clean up your mess. Don't leave a big scene of the crime kind of shit. You know, that's just not nice. Two, stop using white mice and fancy rats and trying to convince people that they're wild animals. They're not. White mice survive about three seconds in the wild. The number of things that would eat them is limitless, including other mice. You gotta get some little brown mice, you know? He should have just caught some of his own if he was 
plagued with That's mice. What I'm he wasn't plagued with mice. He was just his store was losing business. Was a pizzeria owner with mice problems. He blamed on competitors. Uh, maybe, tried okay. to sabotage uh, two rival shops. Okay. Hello. I'm wrong. Don't, hey, listen. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to file a complaint. I feel bullied. So let me just. Let oh me, my God. Let okay. Me, let me find. You know, uh, I have 677 shows, 78 shows that proves otherwise. Well, all I'm going to say is um, let me find my pussy app. Oh, there it is. Pussy app. Oh, shit. My agent got back to me. I'm scared. Don't read it now. I'm not going to. <laughs> I was looking for my pussy app and I found my. You're going to get paid app instead, I hope. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I, I think that people need to be less pussy, and I applaud this guy's effort. Well, the thing is, is I mean, he was doing the very same thing he was accusing others of doing. Well, he was saying they didn't keep their place clean, so there were lots of mice. And he was like, here's some mice back. That's silly. But it is dumb. You, if you're if you're thinking the competitors are causing mice to come into your place, and then you put more mice in their place, what's going to stop exactly. those mice? Exactly, <laughs> they're just going to rebound right back at you. All right, I'm with I'm withdrawing my support for this guy because his plan was ill conceived. How serendipitous was it that two cops happened to be having lunch there? There were two cops in a pizza place. I think that's about second to the at two at that cops. particular pizza place. Apparently, there are several of them all <laughs> right next to each other. Well, I'll tell you this, where I've been, uh, the things I've been doing lately, I, I will, these are the things that I know that cops like to eat. Burgers and pizza. Lots of both. I've been very impressed by the number of police I've been seeing at those two establishments. Pretty impressive. All right, anything else over there? No. Very nervous. Now. I don't want to end the show because I'm afraid to go read this email. Oh, come on. Very scary. Reality hits at some point, right? I don't like it. You know, Tyler's saying no donuts. I think cops avoid donuts now more out of fear. Too of being, cliche. Yeah, they don't want to be stereotyped. They're like, I can't get fucking donuts. Yeah. Would you eat donuts if you were a cop? No, I that's wouldn't. the thing. No way. No way. No. That, I quit eating Cheetos because of all the nerd Cheeto jokes. Um, I don't eat you. Fuck that. I'm not eating Cheetos. I had Cheetos this weekend. I know. First time how, forever. I, I'm always curious about how, like, when I eat Doritos or Cheetos, my hands get instantly stained. Mm. You yours don't. What do you do? I had a napkin. I wiped my hands off every time I ate one. <laughs> I don't like the cheesy fingers. Your, your OC, They're sticky your, and yuck. Your OCD and yes. your fingers. Oh, there we go. It has that weird, gooey, sticky consistency, and it's awful. It's like nails on a chalkboard. You know, Cheeto, Cheeto crud is very much like smegma. Yeah. It's got the same kind of grainy. Exactly my ooh, point. Nasty. No, it's disgusting. See, I'm not the no, only I'm, one. I'm talking grossed, about the tower. No, no, I'm grossed out. All right, we got to get out of here. All right, they want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget, you can call me. You can write us reviews. I just totally lost my shit. How nervous I am. Uh, we got to get out of here. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 